0: So last year, when I was just really burnt out, like just if you could think of the blackest piece of chicken on the grill <laughs> at the family cookout,
1: <laughs> it's got a name tag. It says, "It said Mickey." <laughs> like
0: <laughs> just a, a a balled up crisp of charcoal. I had to realign my mindset because I was literally in one of the biggest deals of my career in real estate sales. So I had to walk away from $15,000 because I did not have the capacity to continue being a sales agent because I didn't have the capacity to continue my life as it was in that moment.
1: Unpopular opinion, grind culture is trash. Ooh, period,
0: I'm Mickey. I'm Julia. And we're Strategic Hippies. We're not regular landlords. We're cool ones. We're fellow freedom seekers helping business-minded creatives and free spirits build wealth through real estate. Welcome to
1: the Strategic Hippie Show.
0: So if you guys are not following us on Twitter, please go do so. We are so silly and insightful and obviously biased. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Earlier this month, I tweeted a picture of this cute little sunflower, I guess this is, walking with some butterflies saying, the secret to having it all is knowing you already do.
1: I'm going to subscribe to that one. (laughs) And you know what I was thinking as I was like, subscribe or unsubscribe. The the fact that this philosophy, my brain is constantly subscribing and unsubscribing and subscribing and unsubscribing and this dance back and forth from this like fear, the space of lack, right? Because, you know, being in abundance and being trusting and present is the fact that I do have everything that I need and want right in this moment right? Everything that I'm seeking. And once I make that shift, let's be real, life just gets easier. Things just flow. Like I just move with ease. Um, But that's not my baseline, right? So (laughs) where this comes from, right? There's this belief that money equals security, right? Or like we're seeking security. And that's why we're always after, you know, the next thing or achieving something, acquiring something. Um, so there's this book that I'm reading that is called The Illusion of Money. And I'm really enjoying reading this book. It's uh, very much keeping me in the abundant space. This book by Kyle Sees. And in this chapter called The Illusion of Security, It says, so what is real security? It's you being fully present in this moment. It's your open heart, your acceptance of yourself, your awareness, your appreciation for life, your unconditional love. These are the real assets that make you invincible.
0: I love that. How sweet.
1: (laughs) I love like using the word assets, right? Because when we think assets our brains go right to real estate, right? Right to real estate, right to private equities, right to stocks. What are like all the things that we can build wealth with and what are acquiring more and more assets? But, you know, I went to this um, this investor meetup recently and we had a network and divide into groups. And, you know, the question was, what has been your greatest investment? And, you know, I thought I was clever and I'm like, my greatest investment was my first one because without the first one, like I would have never achieved anything else. Like I'm most proud of just getting started. That is like, that was always the hardest thing for me was just starting. And someone else says my greatest investment has been myself. And every year I invest in these masterminds and seminars and group coaching. And I was like, oh, right. Like that's your best asset investing in yourself, investing in your mind and your knowledge and your skills. And, you know, the fact that he was just so open about like spending tens of thousands of dollars a year on himself and that being the best place to put his money. I love that.
0: Uh, I love that. And, you know, it's very, it is what it is that I've lived that. So last year when I was just really burnt out, like just if you could think of the blackest piece of chicken on the grill <laughs> at the family cookout.
1: <laughs> it's got a name tag. It, says, it said Mickey. <laughs> like
0: Just a, a, a balled up crisp of charcoal. I had to realign my mindset because I was literally in one of the biggest deals of my career in real estate sales. So I had to walk away from... because I did not have the capacity to continue being a sales agent because I didn't have the capacity to continue my life as it was in that moment. So I very much had to shift my mindset and prioritize my mental health in that moment. And I couldn't let the money change the fact that I needed support outside of what was available to me. So I definitely resonate with that. And I I think that's so silly. You like caught yourself in the first one because I do think that's true and viable too, because we wouldn't be here talking about real estate if we didn't do that first deal. But it's definitely humbling throughout the process to reaffirm and remember that we are our asset because, without us, there is no business. There are no houses. There are no tenants. There's nothing. You just, you know,
1: (laughs) absolutely. No. And I love that you even like full circle, you touched on the fact that like, like, let's be real. If the, if the money that showed up, your, the likelihood of your mental health changing, like, you know, would it what would it really do? You know, we you wanted know. to do something. We're we're seeking money to be the solution and it's never the solution.
0: Mm-mm. It's it's really not. And I think about that moment, I have thought about that moment over the last year when I've had to put out thousands of dollars in repairs. And it was like, well, you could have had 15 if you had just put in that one more, like just did that one more. And it's like, girl, you don't know what would have happened with that one more. Like, what if you push yourself for that one more and then the deal fell apart? You could have really snapped,
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely.
0: Yes. So very much money does not equal security. And I love that we keep coming back to this conversation of what we actually want when we seek money and just being like in our bodies in general. I'm so grateful to continue to practice being in my body. And what I mean by that is just knowing having a real baseline so that i know when things are off so i'm in the middle of a apartment turnover that is trying to kick the girls down and i will get into that later but i have a like a real example from today so i had a lot going on trying to plan this next leg of the turnover. And I'm like, okay, how can I show up for everything I have to do today? And it's probably by the afternoon. I'm like, well, you haven't, you didn't eat yet. And I'm like, well, if you care about yourself, you should probably, I don't know, eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not have the energy, would you say? Basic human needs. I mean, that's like number one after some water. So. <laughs> I was like, well, you should probably eat. I definitely didn't have the capacity to cook for myself within um, the workflow I was in. And I have intentionally been trying to order like off food apps less. But today I gave myself some grace, like you need nourishment. This is a way you can feed yourself and show yourself some love. By exchanging money for food. So it wasn't about me maintaining my habit of being on food apps. I had reframed it to I'm using my resources to get what I need. And I think checking in like that is not something I always do. So I'm grateful that I'm in a better place now that I can even make those types of like mental connections because before my brain is just all like oh you got so much going on you can't even feed yourself like you don't even feel like cooking like you know and it's just like how did we get so judgy ma'am? like right right the
1: the judgment is real No, and it's funny when you when you were speaking before i like glanced down at this book and it's just like affirming this thing right so The author writes, I can tell you from all my experience and the work I've done with people, no one's pain goes away once they reach that external goal. So it kind of comes like full circle of like seeking something, fix fix me money, fix me uh, not doing something. Well, if I don't spend money on this food, you know, like then I will be... Uh, I would feel better, all these things. And, you know, it says oftentimes the pain gets even worse because what we thought was the solution to the pain didn't work. So now on top of that, we feel hopeless, Mm. right? So it's like the whole, you know, our biggest message most of the time here on our show is like the wealth building journey is is a spiritual journey, right? And like what we need to be doing while building wealth, while creating this life of financial freedom, is prioritizing the things that are happening within. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know, your story is like it, it, real <laughs> real life, we're dealing with turnovers <laughs> and evictions and analyzing deals and you know all of these things, but how in the like the busyness of it all and like the high emotion, right? So I'm analyzing a few deals here and, um, you know, they're very exciting and very different. And, you know, I'm using creative financing strategies to, uh, present offers, including seller financing In this one property today. I met with the owner and, you know, it's a very unique property. It's like a, like a 40 acre farm that needs lodging. It's like making a tiny bit of money, but not nearly enough. And they're like, well, how about this? You put down and the asking price is like 800 something. You put down $600,000 cash. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, investor in me, it's like, all right, so we use leverage, right? Like, you know, I went to a mastermind this morning, and like, this commercial real estate investor who is coaching us is his his thing that he is on, like, repeat is investors buy income, you're buying income, right? That's what we do. Like, maybe you love the business strategy and this and this can work. But like, We analyze deals off of the amount of money that they make, and that's how we buy them. And the reality of it is, if I were to put $600,000, if I were to access $600,000 in cash, am I leveraging that money and making it work to the best of of its ability by putting it onto an $800,000 property that isn't making money yet? Right? So like, what's what's 600,000 20% of? So 20% of $3 million is $600,000. So if I were to, you know, get, raise, borrow, have, save $600,000 in cash, then why not buy a stabilized $3 million commercial property? with that $600,000 as opposed to the super risky isn't going to make money until you go through the three year process of designing, building and, you know, setting up a sustainable business. So, you know, that's kind of like the tangible parts of real estate investing. Right. But also, Um, One thing that I did say to them is like, I am very intentional on my decisions. And today I want to like really get an understanding of what you've built and tell you who I am and what I do, what I'm good at, see if there's overlap. Maybe there's a partnership opportunity or whatever that looks like, but you know, I'm going to take the information and I'm going to spend some time to review it. And, you know, they, they made that offer. Oh, just put $600,000. We'll finance the deal. Seller financing. Ooh, sexy. (laughs) And you know, my response was, I'll think about it this week, right? Because the reality of it is like, I don't have to say yes to things right away. And I need to like not make decisions off of extreme emotions, whether that's excitement or fear. And going back to like a lack of security, like what's my why? Why am I exploring this investment opportunity? And I'll add this one last thing in because this is where I've been at lately. And I think it's been a really important practice for me in this you know, investing entrepreneurship journeys, there's a lot of opportunities that I'm exploring. And every time I begin the due diligence process of what an opportunity, saying yes to an opportunity would look like, I write out what job it would give me. And no matter what, maybe I'm a sick, I'm looking at this six unit apartment building, right? So what job would that give me now I'm managing a realtor to do showings and fill the units I'm managing maintenance person, I'm paying tax, I have an admin work of the property taxes, insurance, things like that, I write all this out. And you know, what would that do to my day to day? And I Review whether is this a job that I would apply for, mm. and you know that's that's maybe not the best scenario because it's what I do. Like I'm I've been a landlord for a long time. I know I know how to landlord. I know how to build these systems. But maybe it's a more unique opportunity of like buying a farm that does tours, right? Because I'm looking at those. So it's like a tourism project. Right. So it's so much more layers. Now it's mm-hmm. hospitality, it's tours, it's marketing, it's all of these things. What's my role in it? You mm-hmm. know, like it's, it's, I like the idea and it's exciting and I want to buy it. Okay, but now what? And then is this a job that I'm willing to sign up for? Would I apply for this job? And yeah. you know, I just wanted to share that because it's been important for me lately. Because I am in a transition period, right? I have the opportunity now to explore all new things, right? Do I want to continue and grow and do commercial real estate? Do I want to start a real estate fund? Do I want to like sell everything and go live on a farm? Like, (laughs) who knows? But I'm exploring and I'm being intentional. Yeah. So we were talking and we're like really excited. And a new workshop. Yeah. we want to start um,
0: hosting webinars yes. on a specific topic. So this is very timely because I think you're in the most epic house hack <laughs> in the history of house hacking, which is living in a unit and then renting out other rooms or units, and you have this really spectacular 15 acre was it 10 15 bedroom? How many bedrooms is it there's currently 10 10 bedroom building. Oh, currently that means more tbd mm-hmm. i don't know if y'all caught that yes. <laughs> yes. i am a double house hacker you are a countless house hacker how which house hack would this be for you Ooh. um
1: It was like it's crazy. As you were sharing that, I was just thinking like, how someone like me could be here, Mm -hmm. right? Like eight years ago, I was like working three jobs, somehow didn't have much money, um, and I just like dreamed of this life that's incorporated wealth building and financial freedom on my terms you know, the, the biggest thing I ever did for myself was remove my housing expense. Mm-hmm. Because people's, mine, and generally speaking, people's biggest expenses are housing. Yeah. So if you can eliminate your biggest expense, what would that do to the amount of money that you are making or need to make? Mm-hmm. And how, how would your life change? So I'm always
0: like, Who's paying this mortgage? Who's paying this mortgage? You know what? (laughs) Is that the name of this class? Who's paying this mortgage? (laughs) We figured it out. And there it is. So, definitely, um, I'm excited to share everything we've learned throughout the time. I guess for me, it's been about 10 years, and probably about the same for you, close enough. Seven. Seven. in dog years that's Uh, you you grandma house hacker in dog years so that's how these real estate years be feeling child like six months be two years sometimes so i'm so grateful um of course we'll cover all the like logistics of property management that we've learned how to actually finance and get funding and all that stuff and, and what it's really like exactly and I'm like leave Don't it to us the
1: influencers listen we're gonna keep it
0: real I'm about to say like leave it to us we're not gonna get stuck there and not tell you the real the real tea because mm-hmm. your life really does it's impacted by house hacking it's just a duality of all the experiences and that's why it's forever both of them yeah. strategic and prioritize your lifestyle pick your heart pick your heart yeah that's the one yeah because everyone told me like before i got started you
1: don't know how hard it's gonna be and i'm like that might be true Mm -hmm. but it's also really hard going to a job that i hate yeah and not having any time for myself and never having money
0: so let me try this hard yes running a business is hard being poor is hard Mm, you know which is harder yeah pick, pick, your heart. pick your heart pick your heart join the next who's paying my mortgage how to house hack live webinar by clicking the link in the description box or going to strategichippie.com to sign up now let's get back to the show
1: intentional And, you know, I think this is the foundation of it. It's the abundance. It's the sense of security. It's the why. It's the taking care of what's happening on the inside because the reality of it is, you know, money, the illusion that money equals security is trash.
0: Yes. Yes. I love that. That was like a fire example. It's like what job are you going to have to do like that's that's the one if i had asked myself that i would have had a whole different <laughs> zeal and excitement in real estate i would have been more scared or more apprehensive probably so it's kind of like that catch 22 where like you want to chase that exciting thing And you have to keep it real on what you want your day-to-day to to look more of. Like, I don't know. I just have like a sneaking suspicion you didn't go all the way to Puerto Rico to maintain the way you're living your life in Philly. But (laughs) so the real estate is the leverage to make the choices. Like money is not security. It is your proximity to being able to Change your experience quicker or not? You know what I mean. So I, um, that was a fire example, bro. I can't even. <laughs> and, <laughs> you you
1: know, that. And the conclusion is like the only place that security happens is inside, and that's like when inside. we in our in our webinar, the financial freedom. It's like financial freedom, right? But like the keyword is freedom, and the irony of like freedom being just a feeling freedom being an inside job, right? The more money, wealth, assets, real estate, that isn't gonna provide financial freedom. That might provide like tangible wealth, but like we're after freedom, Mm -hmm. you know? That's the key for us here on the Strategic Hippie Lifestyle.
0: Yes. Yes, seriously. And you even talking about your day-to-day is just very much what it's all about and what I have to keep reminding myself of with all my ambitious long-term goals. Because the one thing I could do for myself, aside from getting Indian food off of DoorDash, (laughs) was get on my yoga mat. If I don't if I didn't have control over anything in my day at that point, I knew that I could leave it all on the mat. I knew that I could meditate and I could take that time to tune into me because my awareness is all that I am. If I'm not, if I don't have awareness, then I am nothing. So let me honor what I do have and get into that practice. And um, I'm going to segue into our strategic hippie Saturday, which we have coming up, and we do every month because it's intentional that we start with the meditations in our meetup because all we are is our awareness. And these goals don't mean anything if you don't have a brain to even think about them, <laughs> like, you know. Like
1: yes i just love like what we you know what we embrace here and how like you know meditation and yoga and all these like you know practices and how important they are for us to show up in our business mm-hmm. right And like hmm, who would have thought that like <laughs> Yoga, meditation, and prayer were the foundation of uh,
0: a successful entrepreneur. Right. (laughs) Julia, how do you typically spend your Saturdays? I think of Saturdays as the day
1: to recharge. So I am embracing my creativity, doing something playful, joyful, grounding. Um, I I spend this time recharging so I can better show up during the week to that strategic business side of things.
0: How do you spend
1: your Saturdays?
0: Well, I actually love Saturdays. I mean, who doesn't? An ideal Saturday for me, mm, I'm definitely going to be at hot yoga, maybe happy hour, going to a concert, just like you said, just restoring. Yeah. Saturdays are just so sacred. So that is why I wanted to share about our
1: monthly meetup, Strategic Hippie Saturdays. This space is for creative entrepreneurs to explore mindfulness and personal development and how we lead our businesses.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. They are just such a vibe and obviously we're biased. I lead a meditation and we do a reflective reading and discussion. It's just a whole experience. Yes. And our last
1: Strategic Hippie Saturday, we read a chapter from The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra, and it was just so insightful and it was just so like, rejuvenating, I'll use another R word, <laughs> to be around like-minded, creative entrepreneurs and real estate investors to you know, really embody the spiritual part of the wealth building journey.
0: Oh, I love that so much. Being in community is just such a beautiful and enlightening experience. And we want you all to join us. Make sure you check out the link tree in our description to join our next Strategic Hippie Saturday. Yeah, see you there. I've been landlording since 2014 and I just caught on last year. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it like usually, it's you know,
1: it usually takes being that like burnt piece of chicken to make <laughs> a, a willingness to look at something different, right? Like, why is no one eating me? <laughs> that, that, that,
0: am I not succulent? Like <laughs> Yes, burnout is seriously. So many of
1: our stories. (laughs) And thank God, right? Because Mm -hmm. now like the gifts that come out of such uncomfortable, painful times, right? Like I in in a way, like I wouldn't wish like the extreme like struggle of burnout on anyone, but I wish the grace that comes out of it. Amen. And I definitely stole that from, um, walking, walking each other home, that Netflix documentary on, um, Ram Das's final days. And he says, I wouldn't wish the stroke on anyone. I wish the grace of the stroke
0: Because mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: he had a stroke. And then he like, you know, it was a spiritual awakening for him. Um, but you know, this extreme growth comes from extreme pain and um it doesn't have to, right? Like you don't have to suffer to finally start a spiritual practice or to finally start prioritizing intention and mindfulness as an entrepreneur or investor. Like you don't need yes. to, um, you can skip right to the grace.
0: <laughs> you. you really can. And it's so funny because I Love that. And I have always had like an affinity for like yoga, crystals, like spirituality, kind of like, you know, quirky stuff. But it definitely hits different after overcoming some hard stuff, because I think without knowing what your real baseline is, you're kind of looking for other people and it's like, you know, it's definitely a good thing to not have to go through a lot. But like you said, you don't have to um, you don't have to go through all the hardness to get to the good. And I think that's our goal as well is to be like, hey, you can be a balling investor and you don't have to get crazy about it. You know, like, will you find your um, a different You'll have to face a different part of yourself in doing all that. And that's your journey. All of it is your journey, obviously. But we're just here to tell you that we did it that way. And <laughs> right now would <laughs> that the- pretty great much is- be like, you know?
1: This this chapter that I keep um, referring to in this book, uh, the illusion of money. And the chapter is called the illusion of security. And I just love how much this ties into the quote that you started with. Um, you know, but I want to share just for those listening to reflect on the activity that that they had me do in this book, and it's writing down all the different beliefs that you've had about money. Um, you know, whether that be good or bad, right? So I made a list of, um, money equals freedom, like it's an old idea, right? But money, more money is more risk, more money is more problems, more money equals security. Like all these ideas that I ultimately have to relearn and that I am attached to about money. Um, and it really was like an interesting, an activity practice practice, it was interesting to really reflect on how, you know, generationally and how like through the decades that I've been in this, uh, in this life of all these ideas compiled into what my perspective is today about money and security. Um, But also, you know, I'll read this out loud because this is a good opportunity. You know, we talked about meditation today and how like as strategic hippies and we do strategic hippie Saturday that this is part of our, our mindfulness practice. Um, so I like that this author also incorporates that. So instead of chasing an external goal as a way to create an illusion of safety and ignoring the part of ourselves that is feeling incomplete, let's stop for a second, take a breath and learn to give space to the thoughts and beliefs that are telling us that we need something outside of ourselves to feel safe. So invite you to to try that now, uh, or, you know, in a time when you're quiet to take a deep breath and feel in your body and mind, all the emotions, thoughts, or tensions that might be coming up to be seen and to allow everything to be exactly as it is and notice that you are the awareness that it's all happening in. Um, So it continues Mm -hmm. on, but that's just like a good, you know, a good start to be able to sit down and breathe and notice. Um and I appreciate that practice.
0: Mm, I appreciate that as well. I definitely receive that and I definitely would want to go deeper in that pause later because when I say the girls be fighting for their life,
1: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that is a beautiful place for us to pause today. And we are, we are so grateful to be of service through the better than success real estate investing community. If you're ready to explore freedom on your own terms too, we would love to journey with you on this wealth building adventure. Check out the description box to join our next Financial Freedom for Strategic Hippies webinar and learn more about Julia, me, Mickey, and BTS. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and share this video and subscribe to our channel. Peace. We'll see you soon.